Welcome. Welcome to the Soul Evolution Center dot com blog talk radio show my name is Katie Simone I'm the founder of soulevolutioncenter.com its mission is to help you evolve into your best life I am an advanced channeler of light beings and to date I have channeled over 42 different messages uh, from uh, different light beings and I share those on my blog and also on my uh, Facebook page soulevolutioncenter.com. Today I want to talk about energy healing and specifically Reiki, Reiki universal life force energy healing. I am a Reiki master and I teach certification courses in South Florida and these certification courses for Reiki 1, 2, and 3 master teacher certification courses are available to be taken uh, online the theoretical part, and also uh, live at my uh, center in South Florida. But I want to share uh, a unique uh, case study that I had on February 13th, Saturday, uh, 2016. Before I do that, I just want to talk about energy healing in general and how powerful and effective it can be. Uh, also, it can also work on subtle energy levels where you may not consciously be aware of it, but things are happening uh, for your highest good um, and to enhance your well-being. Um, energy healing is a type of healing that can occur on physical, emotional, uh, mental, or spiritual levels. We have many different levels uh, besides our physical body. And sometimes human beings may need targeted uh, healing on these, uh, what I will call them as bodies. And I have simplified this concept and I have broken it up into four levels, physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental uh, for your ease. But know that there are spiritual studies and uh, metaphysical studies where there may be more than these four bodies of um, energetic information. We are energetic beings. I know it's hard to believe uh, because uh, we tend to look out into the world uh, with our physicality. Uh, we tend to assess and discern with our physical senses. But there are many levels to us, and we have energetic structures, we have an energetic anatomy, and these are located on different frequencies or vibrational levels that most human beings cannot see or readily detect with their physical senses. But nevertheless, um, these, these components of our energetic structure are there. Some human beings that have clairvoyant uh, sight or can even sense or hear uh, may be able to discern these parts of human energetic anatomy. I know in our world today, uh, we're very familiar with our physical anatomy. There's the medical field, which has studied that for uh, many years and, ha and has bodies of information about how to take care of our physical anatomy. But just as important is our energetic anatomy. And in fact, all disease, all illness starts off energetically before it manifests physically. Therefore, it is very important for us to be aware of our energetic health. 
I highly recommend doing uh, aura cleansings on a daily basis, just as you uh, take a physical shower to cleanse your physical body. It is just as important to cleanse your auric field. Your auric field is a dynamic uh, field of radiation that emanates from within your physical body out. And it, it can get cluttered, it can get full of de debris and toxins. So it is important to do an uh, auric cleansing. Uh, on episode one of my blog talk radio show for Soul Evolution Center show, I did channel a, a special meditation to cleanse, uh, purify, and seal your energetic field. And that channeled meditation uh, was from the angelic realm. In addition, that meditation also vitalizes uh, and aligns your seven major chakras. This meditation is available to you for free, uh, for free download 24-7. If you go on to a blog, talk, radio show, uh, search for Soul Evolution Center show, uh, and go to episode one, you can have access to that free channeled meditation uh, for your energetic health. Uh, but in addition to doing energetic hygiene, such as cleansing, uh, cleansing and sealing your energetic field and vitalizing and, and aligning and balancing your seven major chakras which are energy important energy centers you can also you can also receive an energetic healing uh, from a practitioner uh, trained in such studies a very common energetic type healing is called Reiki which uses the life force universal energy um, to heal a human being on those levels that are necessary. And I am a Reiki master, uh, and so I'm very familiar with the Reiki universal life force energies. These energies can do no harm, and it can only do good. The Reiki energy goes to those areas that are most needed uh, for the human being. And depending on your level of sensitivity and heightened awareness, you may or may not be aware of energetic changes when you receive the Reiki energy. Some of my clients are very sensitive and they share with me uh, their own sensations that they feel during a Reiki treatment. As a Reiki practitioner, I like to say that I'm only the conduit for the Reiki energy. I, am not, I do not heal my clients, I am simply the pipeline from which the universal energy flows through me and goes directly to those areas of need for my client. And so the way I teach and practice is that I share that all energy healing is self-healing. I cannot uh, be a conduit and heal, energetically heal a client if their higher self, that level of themselves that is all-knowing, does not allow me to. So all energy healing is ultimately self-healing, and it's up to the, the client's higher self as to the level and to the extent of energy healing that they receive. Um, as one of my services at SoulEvolutionCenter.com, I do offer remote Reiki healing, which means I'm able to uh, be a conduit and beam uh, the Reiki universal life force energies to my clients. And I do that over the airwaves. I do that on subtle energy levels. And I do that through the powerful Reiki symbol that's used for long distance healing.
I recommend to everyone that they, they become knowledgeable in Reiki 1 and they become certified in Reiki 1 just so that you become more familiar with your energetic anatomy and more uh, and uh, have an awareness about energetic healing. In Reiki 1 certification, you learn how to heal your, yourself, energetically heal yourself and also your loved ones through certain po postures. And so this is very valuable and very self-empowering. However, at times, it is important to participate in Reiki circles uh, where you are in a group setting and you receive a Reiki that is uh, give, given or imparted to you uh, in a group cir circle where the energies may be amplified. And so what I do is I offer individual private sessions of remote Reiki, and I do it remotely, and I have clients from all over the United States and, and the world that receive remote Reiki. And again, I always stress that I am only the conduit for the Reiki energies, and ultimately it is up to my client and their higher self as to the level, intensity, and extent of which the, in which they receive the Reiki energy. In addition, uh, my Reiki energy sessions done remotely are slightly different in that I call forth uh, many high-level light beings, master healing, healers of light and love. I had a spiritual awakening in 2009, and from that I realized I am a spiritual energetic being having a human existence uh, for my evolution. And following my spiritual awakening, I became Reiki certified. And I began to engage in Reiki uh, healing. And I, I started to have a few dreams where I actually uh, received the names of specific uh, doctors that wanted to participate in, in these Reiki uh, healing sessions that I was a conduit for. Uh, and so I have a group of entities uh, not located on the physical plane. Um, you can say they're my invisible helpers, and these, they assist uh, they assist me in the Reiki energy healing session. So I like to call my, my healing sessions uh, a Reiki Plus. I also call forth Archangel Raphael, Archangel of Healing, and the Angels of Healing. I call forth the highest and best uh, beings, master healers, uh, to be of service to my client. And so I always let my clients know this is how I work because sometimes people are, are uncomfortable with this concept of calling forth entities. I do this always in a high vibrational mode and with always wanting to be, uh, always coming from a place of love and compassion uh, for my client. I raise the vibration of the space that I am in and even when I do a remote Reiki, I raise the vibration of the etheric space that my client are in. And I ask Archangel Michael and the Angel Sentinels to protect the space and keep it sacred during the healing session. I want to share a recent remote healing that I did on February 13, 2016. And it was done remotely. And this was the second remote Reiki session for this specific client. And let me just share, I do believe that this specific female client is part of my soul tribe. Uh, I teach classes at Soul Evolution Center in South Florida live. 
also by webinar, and she has attended a few of these classes and a Reiki certification courses. So I, I on uh, some level, feel that we have a special connection. And so this is the second re remote Reiki session I, I had performed for her upon her request. And I always let my clients know that they have several options when they receive remote Reiki. Uh, there is an option where the client can participate live in the remote Reiki session where they're actually in a meditative state and there is a specific time and date uh, for the Reiki session to be held. And uh, they can choose if they prefer to uh, meet me on my teleconference line. And as I go through uh, the steps of the Reiki, I narrate it and they can uh, hear my narration and discourse on the other line. And all this is recorded on my teleconference line, so there is a sound file available for them at the end of the session to replay, barring any technical difficulties in recording the, the session. Uh, so uh, this particular young client, young female client, chose to do the Reiki session live where we uh, connected with each other on the teleconference line, and she was in a meditative, quiet state, and uh, was able to hear my narrative and observations as I proceeded with the Reiki session. Another option for to receive remote Reiki uh, by me is to uh, just simply uh, schedule the session but the client does not need to be in a meditative state and that is possible because the Reiki energy works on subtle energy levels and works on many deep levels and so the client does not necessarily need to be live or in a meditative state the client can be going about their day and then if this option is chosen I could either follow up with the client at the end of the Reiki session with a 15-minute phone call or I share my observations and perceptions that I received during the Reiki session um, or else uh, I ask the client if they would prefer a short written transcript where I write out um, in some detail my observations uh, of the Reiki session. But know that Reiki is not a message circle. Uh, Reiki is a time to receive energetic healing for your highest good and the highest good of all concerned. It is not necessarily a time to communicate with loved ones in spirit or receive psychic messages. I always let my clients know that up front. However, because I am sensitive and at times I do receive information clear audiently, which means I hear it or I receive clairvoyant images, I do share these perceptions that I receive. Um, to help my clients. And so uh, with this particular client on February 13th, 2016, she chose the live option of receiving Reiki. And so she, uh, she, she and I were together on the phone line. And I uh, proceeded with the session in my normal way, normal way, raising the vibration of the space that we, are, we, were, uh, we were in. Um, asking and inviting the Archangel Michael and the angels, angel sentinels to protect the space and keep it uh, sacred. I also give my clients an opportunity to express um, to those beings that are in presence uh, during the Reiki session, in which I specifically invite by name, 
um, for the client to share specific two to three areas of healing that, that the client desires. And then, then I ask the, uh, he the healing team to honor my client's requests, and I amplify the intention of that through the Reiki symbol of, uh, for uh, power. In Reiki, there are symbols that you can use to amplify your intention. And so I do use those session, those Reiki symbols uh, throughout the Reiki session um, as a sort of spiritual tool. And if you, if you do decide to become Reiki certified, you will learn those symbols yourself uh, in, in the Reiki 2 certification and or the Reiki 3 certification. And so I just want to share to you uh, these observations that I had with this specific client. Um, after I did my invocation, always asking for the highest and best um, energy healing for my client uh, for her highest good, I immediately uh, received a vision of uh, my client, client being bathed in green light. And many times during a Reiki session, and even for myself when I do when I do self-healing, colors are used. And these colors are sent from the divine. They come from divine source. And the first color uh, that she received was um, a deeper green. And as soon as I saw that color, I shared that with her. And then I heard it was Archangel Raphael that was sending her that color. And again, I had invited him in at the beginning of the session. In addition, this, this green color that she was being bathed in at the beginning of the session had, uh, had golden shimmers in it. So it was very beautiful, and it was part of her energetic healing process. In addition, I saw the Archangel Raphael clairvoyantly had put some uh, individual flowers into her energetic field and that was very beautiful to view. Uh, sometimes during client sessions and even for my own self-healing sessions, uh, certain types of flowers are injected into my energetic field. Uh, let me just say that uh, based on my experiences since 2009, since my spiritual awakening, I do believe in the healing quality of flower energy. And it is shown to me, and it has been shown to me, um, that this is used during my own personal healing sessions and with clients as well. In addition, after uh, these individual flowers were placed in our field by Archangel uh, Raphael, uh, I, I saw that the Catheric template was brought down, from, uh, brought down from divine source. And what is the Catheric template? All human beings have access to the perfected energetic matrix, the perfect layout uh, for their physical form and energetic form that is available to us within our energetic field. Uh, we all have the perfect, whole, and complete template or matrix available to us it is just a matter of accessing it and immediately after the uh, green healing color that archangel raphael uh, bathed my client in and after injecting uh, flowers into her energetic field her catheric template was overlaid upon her physical body and i saw this clairvoyantly as like a grid structure that just transposed over her physical body and beyond 
and she was immersed in this catharic template of perfect perfection the perfected energetic blueprint uh, for a few minutes in order to give her physical body uh, time to respond to assimilate and to absorb these new instructions from the catharic template um, and again, this was the, the, the perfected energetic blueprint for human form. And so this is very valuable. And know that this is available to each and every one of us. But again, it is determinate. The levels of healing are determinate on a client's um, individual higher self and its life lessons and experiences that it wants to develop and learn in this uh, current human incarnation. And uh, as I was uh, speaking to my client and sharing uh, the perceptions I was receiving, I was very thankful that I was receiving these clairvoyant images and they were appearing in my third eye, that space between your mid-eyebrow. It was as if I was viewing a TV screen. I was watching a TV show unfold, and I was receiving different scenes one after another. And so I was very thankful that the universe allowed me to witness uh, these observations so that I could share, uh, share with my client. Um, and also, uh, before, I, uh, before that green-colored, uh, uh, energetic healing was brought down by Archangel Raphael. What I did is I vitalized, align, and balance my client's seven major chakras. And so I start off with the base chakra and I move on up, down, uh, up her uh, midline and go from the base chakra to her crown chakra. So during this time, I had some unique observations. Uh, when I was at her solar plexus chakra, I noticed that. Uh, this chakra had a vulnerability and that it was important for her to work with a solar plexus chakra crystals, uh, specifically uh, citrine and tiger's eye. Um, I, I felt and sensed that sometimes she had uh, an issue with her a level of self-esteem, which I'm sure many of us do in this modern world. And so it was important to shore up and strengthen her solar plexus chakra throughout the day by having crystalline energy, specific crystalline energy, uh, close to her. So I shared that with her. And also, as, uh, as, as I moved up, to her, uh, moved up her seven major chakras, I noticed that when I was on her throat chakra, uh, the throat chakra vibrates to the color bright blue, I noticed there was a lot of bright white in it. And I sensed what that meant was that uh, she was coming into a sense of her self-expression, a sense of her communication, but that it was like divinely or, or originated, that it was part of her life function and her unique life purpose, that um, in the future, in the near future, she's going to be communicating her truth, uh, which is part of her, her spiritual function. And so I shared that to her, that it was very beautiful to a view uh, that brilliant white color that was coming into her throat chakra, a sign of her uh, aligning with her life function and, and using that ability to communicate and to express um, as part of her unique life purpose here on earth. And so that was a unique uh, perception specific to her that I observed and that I shared with her at the time that I received it. 
And it was also very interesting when I was vitalizing and aligning and centering her uh, third eye chakra, I noticed that she had uh, small, thin filaments attached to her third eye. Uh, these were very thin, let's just say wispy looking. I would say uh, about three wispy looking threads were attached to her third eye. And I uh, sensed that those were uh, bound, uh, binds or energetic cords and that they were related to her previous lifetimes in which her psychic uh, perceptions, her psychic talents were stifled or constrained. Uh, many uh, psychic and intuitive people in this day and age have had experienced, let's say, pushback in past lifetimes where they were punished uh, for being psychic or intuitive. I'll give one example of the Salem witch trials where uh, those young young ladies were actually burned at the uh, were burned uh, for practicing witchcraft. And also, I'm hearing now telepathically, I do receive information telepathically that there are uh, psychic people with developed uh, extrasensory perceptions on the earth today that were punished for their gifts like during the medieval ages where they were tortured and I'm specifically hearing their tongues were cut out or um, this sounds very uh, horrific. Their, eye, their eyes were actually po poked out because of their psychic visions. And so uh, I sensed with um, this client that she uh, had situations, uh, maybe not to the extent of that, or where she felt isolated, I'm hearing now, and her gifts weren't well received. And there were still some energetic cords attached to her uh, third eye that were representative of that from her past lifetimes. And I do feel, I do sense that it was more than one lifetime, that it was multiple lifetimes that she had this experience these experiences with not being validated with her psychic abilities. And so when she came into this lifetime, like many of us, we carry that residue, those leftovers in our energetic field uh, as attachments, as blockages, as constraints, as, a, as impediments. And so these were represented clairvoyantly to me as those wispy filaments that were attached to her third eye. And I asked for permission um, to, let's say, uh, snip those energetic cords for her highest good, and I received a go-ahead, uh, and so I did that. I, uh, I uh, using my energetic intentions, I snipped those uh, fine filaments that were attached to her third eye that, let's just say, were not letting her be all that she can be um, in this lifetime. And uh, as, I, uh, as I did this, I always did this with the highest intention uh, for her well-being, and I did it with love and compassion to her. And immediately, a green healing light was brought down around her third eye, and I saw this clairvoyantly as an additional healing cushion. And then after that, I saw white light being brought down, um, let's say, for additional amplification. And so I feel that it was... Uh, now I'm hearing sutures um, telepathically, but I felt that was all part of the 
energetic healing process. And I also heard to tell her, to tell her, to let her know that her third eye, um, that mid eyebrow area might actually feel a little sore in the next few days. Uh, she might actually feel some pressure, some throbbing there as her third eye was healing um, from this uh, proce energetic procedure that was performed. And as I was doing this procedure, energetic procedure, and explaining to her the reasons why, uh, my client was verbalizing that, yeah, she, she uh, intuitively felt that. She felt that uh, she had experienced that in a prior lifetime. And so that was very uh, validating that she had experienced, um, let's say, lack of receptivity and compassion for her intuitive gifts in past lifetimes. But another interesting thing that I noted was when I was at her third eye chakra, again, that space between your mid-eyebrow, I noticed this unusual structure. And let me just say clairvoyantly how it appeared to me was that it was like black, black colored steel or metal. And it was very mechanical looking and it was, it was huge. And it seemed to be attached to her third eye chakra, uh, like, a, like a pipe, like a black steel uh, pipeline coming into her uh, third eye. And uh, around it were those uh, three wispy filaments from her past life, from her past lives, um, uh, where she had some ramifications for her uh, psychic abilities. And but this this black structure seemed very, uh, uh, let's say, very reinforced and very strong. And so I asked uh, telepathically uh, to my etheric healing team. Those beings that I work with, like, wh what is that? What is this uh, metallic pipe thing attached to her um, third eye that was substantial? And actually, uh, a day after when I was contemplating this structure again, it was shown to me where it was metallic-like, where, where like the nozzle immediately fit into her third eye, but then as a as the pipe rose up into the ether, it was like a vacuum hose where at elasticity and was flexible, just like a vacuum hose. Uh, let me just say similar to like a slinky, that kind of elasticity, but still enclosed in some kind of sh um, sheathing like a vacuum hose. And so when I asked telepathically at the time of the session, what is this energetic structure attached to her third eye? Uh, I heard telepathically back that it was related uh, to her extraterrestrial roots. It was a special feature she had because of her extraterrestrial background. And I know that many of us on the earth are, <coughs> excuse me, star seeds, we're hybrids. We have alien backgrounds. I know this sounds surreal and hard to believe, but including myself. I shared that in the uh, past episode prior to this one where I heard I was an Arcturian and I have some sort of Arcturian energetic anatomy. Well, this specific client had uh, an energetic anatomy, a specific energetic anatomy based on her extraterrestrial heritage as well. And it's, it's not, and I'm not hearing now and I didn't hear it then clearly uh, what her extraterrestrial heritage is and I'm not hearing it clearly enough to 
to feel comfortable to share it, share it to you. Um, I like to share information that I receive telepathically only when I hear it clearly and articulately and, and when it's been repeated more than one time. But there seems to be some sort of static interference. Maybe I'm just not meant to share this um, with you or with her at this time. But nevertheless, it was shared with me, and I did sense it at the time that I received it during the Reiki session, that this special attachment appendage pipeline, um, and, I, and I, in fact, the, um, the term that I heard at the, during the session was delivery feed, some kind of communication um, pipe. But the term was delivery feed. And so I'm noting, I'm just noting this to you to share with you. I would love uh, for you to share here on this episode if you have experienced this yourself um, during uh, energy healings or if you are an energy practitioner, whether you, you have seen such a unique uh, energetic structure on your clients clairvoyantly. Um, I would love to get feedback and see whether there is some kind of consistency to this um, unique energetic structure. And so, uh, and also another unique perception I had is when I went to, went to vitalize her crown chakra. Your crown chakra is located a few inches above your head and it uh, vibrates with the color white. And I, and I sense and I saw clairvoyantly at, that it, her crown chakra was like a funnel. It was a funnel shape like this where it was really open. Um, I know some people can have a more closed uh, crown chakra like this, but hers was like hers was like really open, meaning she had a strong connection to the divine. And not only was her crown chakra very open, I could see lots of uh, gold shimmers in it, and they were going down into her crown chakra from above. And so I sensed that she was getting a lot of... Uh, of downloads into her crown chakra and she validated 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 that to me at the time that I received that she felt consciously that she was receiving a lot of information from above and this client is a very uh, let's just say she's a uh, very advanced and uh, the uh, the built of that makeup of the new generation of human beings where they're very intuitive and very psychic and um, you can say uh, an indigo child uh, where uh, there is a, a generation of children that have been born that have unique energetic features. And let me just say, like, I would be more of an older model, but there are uh, children being born on the physical earth today that have enhanced, advanced uh, energetic structures uh, and pre preparation for human evolution. To, for furthering human evolution, so I intuitively sense she's one of those oh, one of those cre creeds, and um, and so those were some unique perceptions I had associated with some of her major chakras, and I share them because I thought you might find them interesting and fascinating, and uh, and also it shows to you how you can receive information clairvoyantly, um, and how you can. Um, Tune into your psychic senses. Uh, prior to this session, uh, a, a few days prior, 
like I've been hearing at nighttime before I fall asleep, which is a very fertile time for me to receive telepathic information because I'm very relaxed and open. I've been hearing your camera, your camera, your camera. And I, I, and I understand that to mean my, uh, my third eye vision, my psychic sense, what I view here in my front screen of my third eye. And that this, with this healing, it was validated to me, uh, the, let's just say, the camera images that I received um, and the, the numerous amounts that I received consecutively uh, for this specific client. <clears throat> so I feel like uh, I have myself as an energy practitioner. Uh, I've also been, um, I'm also being worked on energetically and I've blogged about this uh, as part of my blog on soulevolutioncenter.com, how I've, I've experienced psychic healing procedures. And many times it's during a meditation or during an out-of-body experience. So uh, I, I know and uh, I have experienced where some of my psychic senses are being heightened uh, for me to do my service. And uh, let me go back to this specific Reiki session because I do want to share with you what a, a, a practitioner, the type of psychic messages or observations a practitioner may receive during a healing session. And also the client uh, themselves may be self-aware and observant and may have their own feedback during um, the session as well. And so... Uh, uh, in addition, uh, what I sensed during this uh, this uh, Reiki session, um, I received many clairvoyant, let's say, visions. Um, after the catheric template was brought down and my client was just immersed in the energy of that as her uh, physical body, energetic body, was assimilating the instructions and directions from the catheric template, um, I received a clairvoyant image or vision of all her guides and angels, and they were all holding hands, and she was in the middle of the circle lying down, and they were encircling her, and they were holding hands, and they were sending her love. And um, as the catheric template was doing its work, I heard clairaudently to tell my client for her to see herself as perfect, whole, and complete her to do that visualization that was very important for her to participate in her own self-healing so I asked her to do that I asked her to visualize herself as perfect whole and complete in addition I shared that I would be doing that for her as well to amplify these energies and I envisioned uh, her as perfect whole and complete and I saw her as so happy and satisfied in addition her uh, guides and angels that were encircling her were doing the same thing. So it was a very beautiful, uh, powerful healing process. And then uh, automatically, it, and, I'm, and I'm telling you, it was like I was watching a movie and these, um, these scenes were just unfolding in my third eye. Uh, and again, my camera. And uh, then I, 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 I saw a clairvoyant image of Jezebel. And who's also known as Jesus, and he sent down his white healing light over the whole scene. And many times I sense Jesua clairvoyantly or see him clairvoyantly. And I received uh, 
a channel, I've received channel messages from Jezua. I believe it's been two since 2009. I received a beautiful inspirational message uh, from him on hope, trust, and faith. So um, Jezua guides many, many human beings, no matter what religion you are, no matter what uh, religious denomination you follow. And he, he always seems to come at the very end of, of my Reiki energy healing sessions, and he always brings down um, the white light. It's a way to end the session. It's a way to cap it off. Um, so that's how the session ended. In addition, uh, prior to that, I, I, I did want to share that I sensed that the uh, Reiki energy healing team um, did do their work uh, in, in ensuring that my client had an, an auric seal. Uh, a complete, I'm hearing, intact auric seal. And that's very important. Um, we have an energetic field. It's called the aura, our aura. But we also it is also sealed in for our protection. You can say we have a membrane or a boundary around our energetic field for our own well-being um, to protect, low, protect us from low vibrational energies coming in and harming us energetically. And also to protect people from our own energetic um, hostilities. For example, if we're really angry, uh, if we're really upset, that that uh, membrane, energetic membrane, auric membrane, acts as a shield so that we don't send our low vibrational uh, energies and emotions out to people and potentially hurting them, especially if they're vulnerable. So it works both ways. And I did, uh, I did see clairvoyantly that the etheric healing team was doing its work and they were actually scanning her energetic field uh, membrane to make sure that it was intact and that it was whole. And they were checking for uh, holes and fissures, fissures, F-I-S-S-U-R-E-S. And I did sense that they found a few, um, and they, what they called it were micro tears. And they, as soon as they would feel it or uh, find those, they would address it and take care of it. And they also showed to me clairvoyantly is that her membrane was actually like an elastic shell. It's very flexible, mobile, and fluid. Um, it's similar. It's similar to let's say a balloon that you know how that rubber uh, coating around a balloon. Um, but this is actually more flexible. It's it's very uh, it moves with the human body, and so I was clairvoyantly shown how um, this energetic membrane works, how it moves, and how mobile it is, and how flexible it is, and adaptable it is around the human form. So I really do appreciate that uh, that type of clairvoyant. Uh, information about the human aura and this membrane because it helps me become a more knowledgeable energetic healing practitioner and it helps me to share it with you so that you can understand these energetic forms that we have that are built in and I'm hearing pre-wired into our system and for you to know that we are energetic beings and these structures do exist. <clears throat> and so uh, that that's the wrap up of, of this recent Reiki session I had on February 13, 2016. I hope you found it interesting and fascinating. And know that 
you too can have uh, psychic perceptions and observations if you just practice and become aware of it. I have a, a certification class that I teach at soulevolutioncenter.com that's available by web private webinar as well about how to connect to your psychic senses. What are your psychic senses? How to develop your psychic senses? What are blocks to your psychic senses? Because ultimately we are all innately psychic beings. It's just a matter of how we tune into uh, these uh, abilities that are innate to us and how we develop them. It is like a, our psychic senses are like a muscle and they need to be worked and strengthened. Um, and in time, you will find you will become much more adept and, and not only with your psychic senses, but with your intuition to help with your day-to-day -day life. And so I hope uh, this uh, summary, this synopsis was helpful to you in understanding a little bit more about energetic healing, specifically remote uh, Reiki healing, about how I perform the remote Reiki, and also to help you understand the concept of your energetic anatomy and the importance of uh, energetic uh, hygiene and taking care of your um, energetic structures, such as your aura and your chakras. And again, I'll, I'll re-emphasize how much I would love to see uh, every human being be Reiki 1 certified. And I would just emphasize to you to find a, pra a Reiki practitioner in your area um, that can teach you Reiki 1 and find a practitioner that you resonate with, <clears throat> that you feel uh, intuitively uh, would be a good teacher for you. And um, that would be a, a, a beautiful, important, and powerful stepping stone in understanding your uh, energetic health. Uh, so uh, just uh, know that this uh, episode is one of many, and I have uh, this radio platform, and these episodes air uh, on some Fridays, and all the previous episodes are available uh, for free download 24-7. There's some great, great spiritual and metaphysical resources. And the earlier episodes of the Soul Evolution Center show have some great topics on uh, developing your psychic senses. Uh, I have a great episode on uh, learning specifically about your aura. It goes into quite a bit of detail, which I think you'll find very useful. And also, please visit my website, soulevolutioncenter.com. I have a free ebook that I uh, that I channeled recently, September 2015, from Aristotle, the famous philosopher and spirit. And when you go to my website, you can uh, be directed to the links for the free download of this ebook, which has some very powerful healing messages for your well-being. So namaste, and hope to connect with you soon.